This old draft shop in Spring, Texas is the model for craft beer bars in the Lone Star State. Both best in Texas and top 50 in the nation for craft beer bars in 2019 and 2020. With over 200 selections in the cooler and 60 beers on tap, Mary Thorne and her staff stay true to her mission of bringing independent craft to the people that love it. In addition to the beer selection, there are dozens of craft seltzers and ciders to wet your palate, all independently brewed ranging from things you see every day to rare barrel-aged versions. An incredible wine selection rounds out a beverage menu that can only be topped by the carefully crafted food that leaves the scratch kitchen. Elevated gastro-probe cuisine, ranging from truffle fries to blue cheeseburgers to charcuterie boards. Visit on Taco Tuesday or Steak Wednesday for a unique offering that will never be repeated. Give them a visit at 5210 FM 2920 in Spring, Texas for a unique experience that will bring you back again and again and again. Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Welcome back to the Hot Tub. I'm sitting here with Larry and Ricardo of at HTX Brew Kids with a Z. Uh, it's their Instagram page. Really active in the Houston beer scene, going out, trying new beers, documenting that journey on their Instagram page. So please find them on Instagram, like them, follow them, uh, check them out. Uh, but they're here to kind of add a little bit more spice to the hot tub this uh, this afternoon. So we're going to go to to Dallas this time, guys. I know we got three Houston guys who are going to Dallas. And uh, if, you're, if you're from Houston, the Houston area... Uh, Dallas is really I don't, I don't know is it can it even be considered part of Texas your opinion <laughs> no. no no so okay no. good good no. yeah so we just we just met maybe maybe an hour ago and we're, we're in full agreement Dallas Dallas may not be part of Texas uh, the people there are a little bit different um, they, not bad but different from us um, and so we still like you but I don't, I don't know if you're officially Texans but we're going to Three Nations Brewing Company in Carrollton, Texas, which is in the Dallas area. Now, I am going to say this, guys. I've had this beer before. Um, this is one that I am probably going to rate pretty well. I am a geek about this beer, which is why I wanted to put it on this podcast. Because what Three Nations has done, I think, is genius. So, we're going to drink this beer. It's under the Three Nations banner, but it's put out by a Symbol Brewing Company. So, Symbol Brewing Company as I understand it, is kind of like a subsidiary to where they have allowed their brewmasters to create their own recipes and put out their own beers under a separate label, but still under the Three Nations umbrella. Okay, So what we're doing right now, we've had their storm on the Hot Tub podcast before, which was, it was a pecan porter with chocolate and coffee and peanut butter. Um, this one, we're going to an Imperial Diesel Stout. It is the Platinum. Now, I don't know what Diesel Stout means. And I kept trying to look that up, and all I could find was that, like, it's just hardcore black malts with a deep, dark-looking beer. Um, is all I could find as far as Diesel. But we are looking at, oh, gosh, this is ridiculous, uh, 11% alcohol, 25 IBU. But in this Imperial Diesel Stout, we've got white chocolate, raspberry cheesecake and graham crackers that sounds sounds decadent (laughs) it sounds decadent okay finish your thought larry what does it sound like yeah like decadent it sounds 
Honestly, it sounds like a lot for a stout. It does sound yeah. like a lot for a stout. It does. Um, and so these, this is a style that I maybe really wasn't into prior to doing the podcast, right? Because I wasn't really a huge fan of the adjuncts. But drunk, jumping in and being willing to try like a piece of a stout with some other folks that were, you know, we all gave our opinion. It's kind of opened up my palate to a few things. And I, I'm the old dog that's been taught new tricks. I'm I'm kind of digging this one. So I'm going to pour it. And as you're seeing, like that's not even brown when it's coming out. And that thing looks black. It is dark. It looks heavy. So we've had some stouts on the show that kind of almost look thin and brown, like porterish. This would not be that stout. That is that is motor oil coming out of there. Okay. Can't even see through it. No, there's no seeing through this thing. This is. All right, so everybody's everybody's getting the nose on it. What are you getting on the nose? coffee in here yeah it smells like walking into a starbucks it does smell there there is a huge coffee and so it it doesn't list coffee as one of the deals but i'm i'm assuming this is going to be part of the malt kind of the roasted barley that's coming out in there it doesn't list coffee as one of the adjuncts right so platinum is the symbol that they use for it uh supposed to be rare creative unique um like i said with diesel i couldn't figure out what the hell diesel meant for it um but it all I could figure out was other beers that were, had that diesel label with had a really heavy dark malt bill on it. Yeah. I do smell like it's kinda like roasted graham crackers. Oh, I you're getting smell. the graham crackers on the nose. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, it smells like See, I get a nose full of coffee. Yeah. yeah. Just a, I which kinda, I dig. As a as a as an avid coffee drinker, I, I definitely dig that as a yeah, yes. I don't drink coffee. So. You're, you're okay, so you're yeah. not a coffee beer fan? Yeah. So this is going to be interesting. Like, I love coffee. Yeah. I love coffee beers. Mm-hmm. Right? So this will be interesting. So, all right. Bottoms up, guys. Let's see. All right, new guys. What you got, Larry? All right, so it, it's like um, it doesn't really feel heavy. It feels a little light. But I am getting... um. I am getting like that cheesecake taste. I'm like, I'm not really tasting any coffee in it, but I am getting like those berry white chocolate flavors in it. Okay. What about you, Ricardo? So I'm also getting that, that cheesecake at the end, you know, it's just like, so I'm getting that really strong, bold flavors up front. And I can't really, I, I need to take a couple more zips just to kind of get an idea of it, but getting some really bold flavors up front and then that cheesecake kind of just smooths it out at the end. Yeah. So, but really good. So. Yeah, the, and, and that's a good mention. Like yeah. the, the cheesecake does, the, the sweetness does hit you at the end, right? So there's there's almost that sweetness and that graham cracker at the end of it. Yeah. But the front is that roasty, that coffee yeah. flavor that kind of yeah. gets you through the door, and and and, and I dig it, right? Yeah. So it tastes like a cup of coffee and a cheesecake to me, um, which yeah. which I had for dessert with my wife earlier today. So <laughs> um, well, I'm already a big fan of that, but it, it does really fit well. So, yeah. uh, you know, hats off to, to Symbol Brewing and actually, like, taking the time to, you know, brew something really unique and Three Nations Brewing for allowing their brewers to just kind of go off the wall and, and put something out there. 
Um, the quality of the stuff that I've had from Symbol Brewing has been, a, a, as a guy who's not a huge DFW fan, yeah. Symbol has made me a DFW fan. No, it's, it's, made, it's quickly making me into a DFW yeah. fan. So, Going to have to make a trip up there. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, dude. So we're, we're all sitting drinking beer in the backyard. We just met each other, you know, maybe an hour ago. And we're on the back end of a pandemic, right? So we, we, we haven't – we're not wearing masks, okay, uh, right now on the podcast. We're, we're not drinking through masks. So that's one of those things that has kind of popped up in recent topics, right? So we just had Governor Abbott – of course, this episode is going to be released a, a while from now, probably maybe a month from now, right? But – Wednesday of next week, the mask ban is gone and everything is open to a hundred percent. So, is that something that you know you guys both have fiancés, both getting life started, stepping out into the world? How do how does this affect you, and how do you feel about all this stuff that's going on? I mean, it is a bit worrisome because I do have um, family members that are like at higher risk, so it kind of um, I feel even though the mandate has been lifted. I do see that like um like a lot of our f- local breweries and like restaurants and places like businesses they're still um upholding the- yeah they're still upholding it they're still saying yeah you still need to wear a mask when you come inside our establishments mm-hmm. and then I mean I've never I guess I've never had a problem with um because I know there's some people that aren't gonna wear their mask but it's kind of like um you know you have your bubble of space so yes. it's kind of like as long as you don't come into my bubble you can. Do what you want to do. do you, okay. Yeah, just don't, I guess, jeopardize me or the people I care about. And that's yeah. a good point, right? Yeah, and so that's, and that kind of goes into that Texas spirit. Like, we kind of want to do what we want to do. Yeah. But we also take care of each other at the same time, uh, which 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 I think is kind of neat. What about you, Ricardo? How do you, what are your thoughts on all this stuff? So my thoughts, I guess, you know, it's like um, I think it, w- it was a little bit too early, you know. I think we're we're all, we're at the back end of this. I think we're, mm-hmm. we're we're almost at the finish line. We can kind of almost see it there. Yeah. But it's just a little bit too early. I think we we, we could have held out for a little bit longer. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, we've done we've done it for a year. What's a, what's like one one or two more months, right? So. Yes. But, but I mean, it is what it is. It's but like I said, like kind of like elaborating on what Larry said is like as long as everybody's free to do what they want and and. Um, and do as they wish, right? And so yes. yeah, it's just just uh, yeah, just respect yeah. other people's space. That's, that's and the, I think that's uh, one uh, of the big uh, things uh, that I've seen about yeah, this in yeah. Texas, right? So in, in Texas has kind of been this. I don't know. I feel like we're living in our own yeah. giant Texas-shaped <laughs> bubble, yeah. um, which which I absolutely love. And I'm excited that the mask mandate mandate is gone. Yeah. Uh, a little apprehensive at yeah. the same time, but one of the things that he said when he when he dropped it is, you know. We're Texas. Yeah. We know how to take care of each other. Uh, uh-huh. If they want to still mandate masks in their, their businesses, then that's what you do. Yeah. Because that's your business, and that's what makes you and your customers feel safe. Yeah. And if you don't want to wear a mask in public, yeah. give everybody else their space. Don't be an ass. Right? So I, I, Texas is uh, – we, we get this bad rap. Every time yeah. I talk to people outside yeah. of the state, they're like, oh, y'all are so arrogant. Well, uh, it's because we're fucking better than you. Um, so that – Who else has a waffle iron in the, sh- in the shape of their state? Good call, yeah. I've, I've never gone to another state and seen a waffle iron in the shape of their state. That, yeah. That's a nice call. I have not seen that at all. Thank you for bringing that to me. Because yeah. even in Wisconsin – there was not a Wisconsin-shaped waffle iron in the hotel, so uh, I don't I don't know how that would work, Wisconsin. Uh, 
but yeah, we we're, we're proud of who we are. We're uh, almost, it, it, we we take care of each other. Almost, so, almost unapologetic uh, about it, right? Yeah, <laughs> unapologetically <laughs> proud of who we are, and the beer that we make is great. Uh, the food that we make is great, and I think I, I really think that uh, that we're gonna be okay through yeah. all of this. And like I think we there will. is a little bit of apprehension sure. there, and I see that. Um, but that's one of those things where uh, I've had some really close friends that uh, Ernesto, that was uh, Thistle Draft Shops executive chef, super liberal guy, and I'm very conservative, but and we disagree on a lot of things. But what's fun about it is we kind of unite under this bond of, like, we love craft beer, uh, we love being Texans, and I love him, and he loves me, and he can have his views, and I can have my views, and we can still respect each other, which is fucking cool, yeah. and and I love that, right? So if we all thought the same way, we'd be living in the Matrix, and none of this would be real, um, <laughs> which, by the way, is one of my favorite movies. Um, now, what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Put me on the spot. Mm. So, I did. I threw a curveball there. We went from politics to your favorite movie. God, um, that's what happens in the hot tub. I know it happens. I guess I'm a I'm a huge nerd. So at heart, <laughs> like, at heart, I'm a huge nerd. I grew up reading comic books and stuff like that. So I I, I would have to say I was like a. Uh, a lot of the Marvel movies are, are like my favorite, but I guess if I had to pick one specifically, I said I, Iron Man. Really, is like Iron I, Man. Iron Man, yeah. So <sighs> those, the, the Iron Man series is really one of my favorite movies, especially me being an, an engineer. I'm like I'm whole like hoping one day that I can come up with like the Iron Man helmet. Dude, and, when, like, when you engineer your yeah, Iron Man yeah, helmet, yeah. I, I I want the unveiling on Hot Tub Beer's podcast. <laughs> hey, that that that's got to be part of the show. That's badass, dude. That's that's cool. All right, Larry. You're up. Wow. My favorite movie? Yeah. That's a hard one to pick. I have like a top five, ten. Let's see. I guess it's more more along. I guess I'm in them. I'm liking the su- superhero movies too, but uh-huh. I'm also really into anime. Okay. So I guess my favorite movie would have to be an animated one, so it'd probably be um, Spirited Away. Spirit, say it again? Spirited Away. Spirited Away. Yeah. I it's, have not seen that one. Yeah, it's like a really nice sweet story i mean in my point of view but like the animation was just really great great plot um nice musical soundtrack along with it just a nice experience throughout the whole movie that's cool that's cool i I like your perspectives i'm an old school guy i sat my kids down and i made them watch the godfather over the uh (laughs) over the pandemic just because i was like this is one of the best movies of all time you're all gonna sit and watch it um and every once in a while, I'll grab my son and I'll kiss him and say, I, I know it was you. I know it was you, son. Um, so if you're familiar with The yeah. Godfather, yeah. right? Um, he wasn't until I made him watch it. <laughs> Bingo, Bingo's running to chase squirrels in his limited yard. It is one of the fun things about being outside, right? We were <laughs> squirrels jumping around. Bingo's going and running. Um, but overall, okay, so I'm going to ask you this. So we've had some conversation. We're still sipping on the beer. The beer is warmed in your hand. Has it changed? Since it's warmed in your hand, I think so. It's like, I, I, okay, I, yeah. tell me how. So it's like, and I tend to get that a lot with with stout specifically. You know, it's like as they as they're getting warmer, I do I do get some of those more roasty roast roasty notes up up front, like, and and it just becomes smoother almost to a sense. You know, it's like, yeah. Yes, I agree. I think some of, to to me some of the sweeter flavors are popping right. a little bit harder, right? So. Right now, after having sipped it for a little while and let it warm in my hand, the raspberry 
is jumping to the front for me. It really is. But it's not overpowering. It just kind of sits well on top of the cheesecake, on top of the graham cracker crust. I think there's some beers that we've had. We had uh, Prairie's Key Lime Pie Sour, and it tasted like a slice of key lime pie. There's some other beers that I have not yet featured on the podcast uh, that it just tastes like you've thrown shit in a can. And this one feels artistically crafted to the point where it it tastes like dessert, and they yeah. do a good job. You get the roasty flavors, uh, the raspberry, the cheesecake, the graham cracker crust, and I guess with the roast of the malt, it, the, you, I get the coffee. Yeah. Maybe just because I, you know, yeah. Yeah. me yeah. and Ricardo are coffee fans, right? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find coffee even when it's not there, just yeah. because <laughs> I like it so much. But yeah. Like, I'm starting to get it more as it warms up. Like, um, when we first um, got into it, I was getting. Like the flavors y'all are starting to get more. Mm-hmm. I actually got it like right on the first sip. Like oh, I was nice. able to taste like the cheesecake and the raspberry and like chocolate and everything. But now like um as it's warming up, I'm getting more of that coffee taste and it is a very nice balance. Yeah. It's it like, is. Yeah. And like I'm not a I'm not a cheesecake fan, honestly. Really? Yeah, but this like actually makes me kinda wanna get a piece of cheesecake and eat it with some coffee. Oh dude. Yeah. That's yeah, I could eat I I we, we're all we're all Aggies here. Like I don't wear my Aggie ring right now just because it doesn't fit. Uh, just probably because I like beer and cheesecake far too much. Uh, but like I, I love cheesecake, I love coffee, I love beer. This 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 put it all together for me to be yeah. honest. And it was really good. This is one of those ones where it's hidden in the back of the fridge from myself. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want to drink all of it, but I want to drink it. But I don't want to be gone. I don't. I don't want to be rid of it at the same time. Yeah. So, do you, do you have any beers like that in your fridge that you're hiding from yourself? Oh, definitely. That's yeah. a, I have a couple of those right now. Just kind of <laughs> Name there. one. So, so right now, I was like, I think we we kind of mentioned it earlier so I, while we were on the break. So we were that that white elm chocolate chocolate brownie is like it's all, it's very it's an it's a pastry it's a pastry stout. Okay. And it's almost like it's the exact same thing as like it's a chocolate brownie in a can. It's like you you. You just can't can't get any better than that. So White Elm, cool. what's the name of it? Oh, it's called the uh, Lick the Spoon. Lick the, lick spoon. the spoon. I gotta find spoon. that one. Okay. White yeah. Elm, Lick the Spoon. That is exquisite. So yeah, it's it, so love, decadent. Yeah. And you, what are you hiding, Larry? What am I hiding? So actually, I do have um a few pumpkin eaters in the back of the fridge. Oh uh, my goodness! I really um I tried it for the first time this year. Uh huh. And I had um what was it the barrel Asian with the cocoa nibs? Yes. That one was very well balanced. You got like that little nice spice from the yeah. pumpkin. The you could taste the barrel and everything. It was just a great it was um like drinking a cup of fall. It's the best way oh, I could explain it. That's yeah. yeah, that's a good description, dude. I, I so okay, so very first episode we ever did on this. We did St. Arnold's, did two versions of the French press and the Grand Cru. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we did the bourbon barrel aged french press and the cognac barrel aged french press i have two bottles of each hidden in the fridge away from myself i'm saving them for the one year anniversary of the first podcast so that we could go back and try them again and and get a flavor but yeah those are good mentions saint arnold's does some cool shit yeah they they really have like you know the oldest craft brewery in texas and i know they say that um you know why they're the oldest craft brewery in texas no no because Cellus went out of business and was bought by uh, Miller Coors before they've come back. Because it's the Pierre Cellus's daughter and and granddaughter are running it now. 
but Miller Coors uh, bought them and bought them out because they were in the early 90s, I want to say, in Austin. And then what St. Arnold started in 94, I, I believe, mm-hmm. so a little bit after Sellas. And now Sellas is gone. Now St. Arnold's is the oldest craft beer. <laughs> so not to take anything away from uh, St. Arnold's. And, and I want to say I've heard stories that Pierre Sellas mentored Brock and taught him how to uh, brew beers. I want to say there's a white noise. Is that right? That it's the uh, – it's a Belgian wit that – St. Arnold's Brews is a tribute beer to Celis's wife. Uh, that's it, it, it's it's coriander, orange peel, just a traditional Belgian wit. So um, I know we kind of went down the rabbit hole there on that one. Uh, but so tell me, guys, we're gonna go. It's it's a one beer episode. We're gonna go ahead and rate this one right now on a scale of one to four. Where do you rate this beer? Once you think about it, because I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna say this is a four. I can sit in the hot tub and drink this till I don't remember where the back door is. Um, that's that's how much I enjoy this beer. It's cold weather beer. goes well in the hot tub. So I put it out there. I've already given it a four. The max it can have, your turn. Who's going first? Larry or Ricardo? I'll let you outside. I mean, I guess I could go first. All right. So, honestly, stout isn't my preferred choice. However, this one, I mean, if I could go over a four, I would. But I'll give it that four. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So a non-stout drinker gives yeah. it a four. I'll give it a four and a Love sti- it. I'll give it a sticker as well, like one of those star sti- gold star stickers. Oh. Yeah. but um, That's badass. Yeah. We need to, come, we need to have – that just gives me another idea. I need yeah. to order stickers. Yeah, but like um, I guess compared to other stouts, this one didn't – at least to me, it didn't feel as heavy. Yeah. It felt like a really nice, light drink experience throughout the whole thing. And um, like I said, I'm not a fan of cheesecake either, but – it like um the like the flavors mesh so well with the darkness of the stout. Yeah. And um even the smell at the beginning, it was um nice aromatic. Nice. Well, nice to drink throughout so, the whole experience. Symbol brewing. Take note, okay? You took a guy whose flavor wasn't stout, who didn't really wasn't a fan of cheesecake, and he gave this a four out of four uh, on the hot tub beer rating. So really well put together beer. All right, Ricardo, you're up. It's kind of to elaborate, kind of from from what Larry said. I think that it's a really well put together stout, and I personally love stouts. I'm like a huge stout drinker. Uh, I would say that this is. A, I would even categorize it as an easy drink. Like you can you can give it to somebody, and it's not something that you will impress your friends with, right? Like right. even even if they're not craft brew like craft drinkers, it's really really smooth, really easy to drink. Because uh, I've had some of those stouts where it just it's tough to get through them. Yeah, they're they're good, but they're good, but they're just the they tough, sit so heavy. It, it's yeah, it sits so heavy. It's a tough drink. This one is smooth, has a great balance, and so I guess just to be devil's advocate, uh, I'm a I'm gonna have to give it a a three point three point eight five. Three point eight five. Give your honest opinion. <laughs> so so two fours and a three point eight five for Symbol Brewing's Imperial Diesel Stout with. Raspberry cheesecake, graham cracker crust. Uh, very good job, guys. Appreciate it. This is the second episode with Symbol Brewery. This is the first brewery that we've featured twice on the Hot Tub Beard podcast. So great job, guys. And once again, look for these guys at HTX Brew Kids with a Z uh, and follow them, like their page. Uh, you know, 
show, show some love to the Houston area. Uh, also, follow the Hot Tub Beers podcast. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Anchor, which this is created on. And until next time, guys, enjoy your hot tub beers. <laughs>